Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hey guys, eBay wants you to know that you can find the exact sneakers that you're looking for on eBay.com with the eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You can be confident that your pair of sneakers are real. Professional authenticators verify the box, the logo, the stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Most of them I have seen you guys get into rigor- rigorously on your uh, sneakerhead Instagrams. So the girls at eBay, they're on top of it. Your grail is guaranteed to be genuine because there are no fakes, no fraud, and no doubt with the eBay authenticity guarantee okay something that donald trump cannot say is going on in his life so let's move on hey y'all this episode of the read is also brought to you by nick's professional makeup they're known for their affordable and cruelty-free products which is why i'm so excited that y'all can get 20 percent off your order at nickscosmetics.com when you use code read you can pick up the can't stop won't stop foundation which comes in 43 gorgeous shades they don't transfer it's an incredible vegan formula that's ultra pigmented it glides on smooth it has deliverable buildable matte coverage it doesn't clog your pores and it's perfect for my skin where I'm kind of oily in the T-zone and pretty normal everywhere else. So try it out for yourself. Get yours with 20% off your entire order at NYXcosmetics.com with code READ. That's NYX, N-Y-X, Cosmetics.com, code R-E-A-D for 20% off your entire order. Code is valid until February 28th, 2021. So go shopping. All right, let's start the show. Has his own special dream. You and that dream just about to come true. Come through. Not as bad as it may seem. I'm finished. I'm. I don't. Okay. So I've been drinking Hennessy White mixed with Hennessy Black. Oh Christ, Jesus! Fuck tonight, <laughs> right? So great. Welcome back, everyone, to this particular podcast. I'm Whoopi Goldberg. And, Emphasis on the. <laughs> and I am Aretha Franklin. This is the read. It is indeed. Thank you guys for coming back. We are just about balls deep into fall, getting ready to transfer into uh, Ragnarok, as I've uh-huh. said, the end of days, um, the the frigid finale. But we've got more, you know, notes and, and information and, and fo- foolishness here. Yes. Amen. But before we get into the fuckery, we, you know, always celebrate excellent black people and the excellent things that they do. And this week, I'm giving it to Tia Lyles Williams. Tia Lyles Williams is a Philadelphia 
entrepreneur. Mm. She's the first queer Black woman to lead a biopharmaceutical manufacturing company. That was a lot of words. Very many (laughs) syllables. Okay. But her company, Lucas Pie Bio, is the first Black-owned biotech manufacturing company in Philly. And as I said, she's the first queer Black woman to lead in one of these companies. And... First of all, let's go on the journey that I did through Google, where I had to look up what the fuck biopharmaceuticals were, as opposed to regular ass pharmaceuticals. Right. Is that not pills? And what uh, manufacturing them looks like. <laughs> um, apparently, biopharmaceuticals are um, pharmaceuticals that are biological, and. Uh- <laughs> That does not clear it up for me. And so what (laughs) she has done. (laughs) No, the definition says a biological macromolecule or cellular component, (laughs) such as blood product, uses pharmaceutical. So what I gathered from that definition is, uh, uh, as opposed to like chemical, chemically synthesized drugs. Okay. It's something that I guess is either manufactured through biological means or pulled, you know what I I mean? Like plasma. It's the Trader Joe's of, of medicine. Yes, I get it now. Okay. Or Whole Foods that's, or whatever. That's okay. so fun. Um, so it says on Because of Them We Can that Tia Lies Williams said she was initially motivated to move into this industry because of, surprise, lack of representation. <laughs> Who knew, right? Mm. I feel like so many of our Black excellence entries have been someone who was like, nobody else is doing this. Yeah. Or no one else is allowing us to do this. So I'm just going to build a house. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to do it because somebody's got to. Yeah. Um, And also the company has a desire to make bio drugs cheaper for patients. Um, The company, it says, focuses on making bio- biotherapeutic drugs that are affordable while also providing jobs to residents that reside within underserved communities. So Tia is doing it for the people. Right. Not only for their health, but for their advancement. She just happens to be queer and black at the same goddamn time. I mean, and that's usually the kind of person who's trying to reach out and give back and keep the community going. So, well, <laughs> not well. to, and, Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without 
knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know Kid Fury and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Still don't think I can name a biopharmaceutical medicine. Couldn't if you put a hiccup Don't my think I can do that. Like, really, <laughs> I could sit here and rack my brain and not come up with a single thing. So. Tia, I Googled. I'm still confused. <laughs> I don't. What I know is that you're doing an amazing That's thing. That's right. That is going to help people with their health. Help people with their employment. Yes. And is going to continue to offer representation in the field for the next Tia, who is going to be like, I'm going to do that too. That's right. Go smart blacks. So you continue manufacturing your biopharmaceuticals, girl. And if you, the listener, would like to learn more, you can go to their website, which is Lucas. Spelled like George Lucas. I'm typing it out. L U C A S P I Y E Bio. B I O. Lucas Pio. Oh. Um Go check them out. I'll put it in the description as okay. well. So you can just click yeah, on it. Yeah, because it's not pulling up for me. <laughs> I probably spelled something wrong. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Little drunk. That's okay. Um, all right, so let's get into uh, the hot tops this week. You know, we've got pop culture, fuckery. I don't even remember what I put in here this week, so we'll find out. Oh, this is hot Lord. tops. <laughs> hot tops, don't be a bottom in South Central while taking your prep in the hood. Let's start <laughs> with an update. Oh, <laughs> okay. I see what I we're doing. Last week, I see what we're doing. We mentioned um, Chicago singer-songwriter Jeremiah being hospitalized with Therona. Um, Since then, it seems he's been transferred out of the ICU, and he is still in the hospital recovering, but he's doing better. His family apparently told CNN um, that his body was viciously attacked by the virus and that his experience is, quote, rare for a young man his age without underlying conditions. So just yeah. another reminder, yep. you know, Corona, <laughs> it's it's like the Sadie Hawkins of viruses. But instead of going to the, the dance, you're going to the emergency room. Oh, so it's like, <laughs> I mean, and it does you know, not it, discriminate. It yeah. And you don't know how you. it's going to affect you. So big prayers yeah. to him. Yeah. Be careful and um, 
good luck to him and prayers to the family and everybody for a speedy recovery. But that's good to hear because yeah. we don't need that's the right direction. Right, exactly. Um, so apparently Naomi Campbell has tossed out um some contemporary shade towards Tyra Banks. Um, oh yes, let's hear this. So apparently, someone on some random blog. Um, wrote an article about how people are... Oh, it's titled, Here's Why Fans Are Starting to Think Tyra Banks is the Real Mean Girl, Not Naomi Campbell. So clearly a stan for Naomi. Right, clearly. <laughs> and I mean, they have them side by side in the photo, like the... The, the, the author and, and Naomi? <laughs> no, they have Naomi and Tyra oh, Banks' okay. faces side by side, even though the story literally has nothing the fuck to do with Naomi Campbell at all. <laughs> Apparently what it is, is that now that America's Next Top Model is streaming on, I want to say, Hulu? Yes. It's on Hulu. I don't remember how many seasons. It's on Amazon Prime. It's probably been on there for a while. And so people have been binge-watching America's Top Model and realizing how many problematic things they oh, said yeah. and did on that oh, show. Oh, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a <laughs> lot. <laughs> so, like, yeah. The early apparently now, is crazy. Yeah. Now they're apparently trying to line Tyra Banks' ass up for it since they're going back and uh, receiving this stuff in retrospect. And so the author of this article, Gia Marcos, decided to write about all of the shady, horrible things that they did on America's Next Top Model, things that Tyra Banks said, and then say something like, Naomi Campbell would never do that because she's the classiest bitch that I've ever heard of in my life. Like, like, yes, like, stands. It, it was like a whole article of that. Anyway, uh, Naomi took a screenshot of the, the headline, obviously, and put it on her Instagram story with literally no caption, no nothing else. Just put that up there, like, and talked about swipe up for the full story. No, I'm she done. didn't link to this little yeah, random blog. Oh, she made somebody's day, nigga. She put in the swipe up. Oh shit. Oh shit. They eating for a year off of that. What? Anyway, <laughs> yeah, t- uh, America's Next Top Model was insane and in a lot of the shit that they put those contestants through. Yeah. At the same time, I feel like Tyra Banks and that show was nothing but a product of the fashion industry as a whole. Like, most of those women, if they worked as models behind the scenes or, you know, just in within normal means, probably would have heard the same things, if not worse, because that's how the industry is. That's not an excuse because I don't give a fuck if y'all, you know, like, right. I don't have to say, like, to me, it just sounded like the fashion industry. I also feel like if that show still existed today, it probably would have grown and evolved with the times. Because, yeah, and again, I think it started men- to. Yeah, it did. But we stopped giving a fuck. Right. Did, so. <laughs> they even brought it back with all new judges, and I don't think we cared then either. Right. And that was a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, that really wasn't that long ago. So. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, this is most of that stuff is stuff the girls probably would have faced in the industry anyway. And then the rest of it is reality TV shenanigans, which, Mm -hmm. you know, is to be expected because it's TV. But that does not make it, you know, (laughs) above critique. And oh, not at all. That's the thing with these older shows. Like, people are going to go back and be like, damn, when I first watched this, I did not realize how deeply fucked up this one thing was. Some of it I did because I remember them asking, "Was that girl's name Danielle?" There was the girl. There was a girl who she had, had a, a gap. lisp. Oh, a gap. Yeah, she had a gap, and they tried to get her to close it. Yeah, I remember and that. She was like, "No, nah, I don't want to 
cause my gap. I like my gap. And they were trying to convince her that it wasn't marketable and a cover girl would never have a gap and all this other stuff. I remember, I don't remember what season this was, but I, I feel like I talked about this on the show. Maybe it was a YouTube video, but there was a season, this, I think it was the season that Winnie Harlow was on. And, um, there was like a photographer who was who kept referring to her as like my little panda or something because she has like vitiligo. Oh yeah. Oh wait. And damn. she pulled him to the side after a show after a shoot on the show, and she said something like, "You know, just so you know, like I'd really like for you to not <laughs> say that. Don't it's do that. triggering. Like so respectfully, right. <laughs> mind you. And I remember this tiny little foreign man like dragged her to bed. He was like, oh, "I call people all the time. It was a term of." Okay, well, I just won't say anything. Like he, I remember he snapped on her ass for basically saying like what you're saying is hurtful, yeah. and also you don't really have the right or the room. Yeah, you to don't say that to know me. me like that, so don't. <laughs> so yeah, the show has definitely given, if nothing else, um, a sort of peephole into. I'm sure many forms of toxicity within the fashion industry as a whole. But I do agree that. You know, probably would have gotten better as time goes on because, um, you know, unlike whatever's going on in private showrooms, we could see this shit. Yeah, and we could actually, right. you know, <laughs> create a backlash or whatever for it. So even if they felt real disgusting behind the scenes, they would have never pulled that shit on. What did that show come on? UPN. I was gonna say, I think so. I think that's where it started before it got really huge. But I wouldn't swear to it. I'm pretty sure it was on UPN and then CW. Yeah. If not, I honestly don't give a shit. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, and Tyra has not been unproblematic after Top Model either. Like, I can't remember exactly. Absolutely but not. I feel like she gets dragged every now and then for doing something Once completely then, yeah. tasteless. And remember mm-hmm. that time that she went to that Harvard Business School where you just pay to get a certificate <laughs> and she was like, just graduated from Harvard. <laughs> and all the people who went to Harvard were like, bitch. <laughs> Mama took a 72 hour seminar <laughs> in Harvard and was like, hey girls, Harvard grind, catch up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Harvard students were like, excuse me, girl. Bitch, what? some of us have real homework. <laughs> Not, I'm literally going poor and hungry, like actually like, on this campus. Sweetie, this isn't a degree. Stop it. Like, like I feel yeah. like Tyra does stuff like that. <laughs> all the time and then people from like different clips and stuff going viral and being used as memes people have known for a while like the way tyra yelled at that girl what was this what was it for that i've never yelled at any girl like this before i don't even remember remember the context right but i remember watching as an adult like a real adult and thinking bitch you did entirely too much for that like it was not that deep if i remember correctly there it was like the girl was in the bottom or she was going home that week or something. I think she had been eliminated, actually. But she wasn't, like, hysterically crying or upset. She was kind of just like, all right, girl, like, you know, it was cute. And she hugged the girls and she was smiling. It was like trying to make peace with the fact that she had been eliminated. And Tyra was like, that is not miserable enough for us, bitch. How dare you not give us tears? I really think it was something like that. We was like, like... Okay, girl, I know you're an executive really, like, but calm yourself. <laughs> vilified the girl for trying to, like, hold in how upset she was. Because it was obvious that the girl... I remember watching this episode live. <laughs> and I remember, like... It was obvious that it wasn't the fact that she didn't... 
It was clear she didn't not give a fuck. Right. She was just trying not to be emotional. And she clearly would have probably gotten more emotional when she was in her, you know, in private. Right. Back in her hotel room or on her way back home or whatever. Or just without cameras and lights in her damn face. Exactly. This is a set, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Tyra. So that show, that show. But Naomi actually linking to this blog is (laughs) that's gonna take me down for a while. It's one thing to post the screenshot on your stories. Cause any fan could have sent you that. But you like went and read it for yourself and you were like, I'm gonna copy and paste and put this in a fucking swipe up the people deserve the truth you know that <laughs> you know that gif of Sheree Whitfield where she got on that red dress with a ponytail and she's like oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah that was that, yeah. that was that. <laughs> that was Naomi that was Naomi when she got ready to post oh my god Instagram. she was like wait a minute now bitch cause you know Naomi normally when she makes the headlines it's for berating somebody or throwing something yeah. it's some form of assault yeah. So she was just like, I'm tired of y'all acting like Tyra is some pure ass virgin, like some sweet as pie ass bitch, because she not. And one of the first things I thought of is when um, Tyra had Naomi on her talk show and they went through the whole experience oh of them having worked together for. Oh, Tracy, that fuck. fucking talk show. <laughs> that was another Girl. train wreck. Remember when she put on the fat suit and cried? <laughs> Yes, I do. People didn't even look at me. They didn't even look at me. (laughs) There are only three episodes of Tyra's show that I remember. That one, the Naomi one, and the one where Beyonce was on it. And Tyra brought out this cutout of Jay-Z that was also like a chair. (laughs) And at that time, they were like very clearly a couple, Beyonce Beyonce and (laughs) Jay-Z. But they were still like not not talking public, about it, not yeah. talking about right. it and stuff like that. And it was one of the first times I remember Beyonce like openly acknowledging that that was her man because mm-hmm. they like they both like sort of sat on this weird Jay Z chair <laughs> thing together. And Beyonce made a comment to her like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, don't, don't get too close to my man not, now" or something not like that. Like that girl, right? <laughs> Those are the only episodes I remember of the whole show. Yeah. Oh wait, and there was an episode with uh, <laughs> with like four or five girls from the Bad Girls Club, and Tanisha was one of them. Oh lord! And she was laughing. <laughs> she was she was laughing at this white girl from her season who was crying. <laughs> Bitch, I have to find this episode. Oh my god! Now I have to find it too. <laughs> this white girl was like crying, trying to like have like a heart to heart moment with Tanisha, and Tanisha couldn't keep a straight face, and she was laughing. And Tyra was like why are you laughing at her Tanisha see this is the problem and Tanisha was keeping at very Brooklyn she was like she always cries <laughs> that's uh, that's all I yeah, remember of that I show. need to find that but yeah I was watching Tyra regularly back then and yeah, I, I remember mad. thinking <laughs> when they did the fat suit episode and they like played the serious music they were like I go undercover to see how fat people really get treated <laughs> I was like, Miss Mamas. First of all, they can probably tell that you're wearing a fat suit. Like, it's not like, duh. It's not Excuse very me. well done, girl. What are the Mrs. Doubtfire are you doing, Miss Banks? Like, and also, we... you could have just called fat people and asked them to talk about it. I don't you know why you felt them. this was necessary. <laughs> but I just remember thinking, there's something wrong with that bitch right then. And I've been proven mm. right slowly but surely over the years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a fun. Wasn't it? <laughs> Tyra has given us laughs, if nothing else. A plenty. Um. Okay. 
The Fresh Prince reunion is currently <gasps> live on HBO Max. Did you watch it? I did. A lot of crying. First, because <laughs> it was so beautiful. It was really well produced. It was. It had a lot of emotional moments. And then there was a lot of crying because, God damn, I'm old. Fuck. Yeah. Like shit. 13 shit. years ago, nigga. Shit. <laughs> the, very, <laughs> the very beginning of the reunion shows like the the series premiere day, which was in September of 1990. Yeah. And I was like, I knew it was the 90s, but 1990 on the... Di- Look at him, it was the top of yeah, the fucking 90s. it was. And it was over by 96, I believe. I remember. I remember the entire run of The Fresh Prince. I turned 10 that year. Oh, no, 8 that year. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember... And it was one of the few shows I was allowed to watch. So I remember, thank you, God, for this stupid food. And I, you know, just every single thing about Fresh Prince. I fucking loved that show. And like, I felt the same way that, first of all, the James Avery moment that they all had. Oh, my gosh. Deeply touching. Then the Blacktress (laughs) had her moment. It was just. Absolutely. It was a lot for fans. It was so good that afterwards, I immediately started streaming Fresh Prince because it's right there on HBO Max. I did the same thing. I was like, y'all know what y'all doing. Y'all some sneaky motherfuckers. Absolutely. I did the same thing. And the thing is, I have the Fresh Prince box set and it's still in the plastic. I had never <laughs> opened it because I was like, when I buy box sets, I typically like to make time so that I can like watch them through. Yeah. You know, and like, and I was just like, it's too much other shit I'm trying to catch up in the midst of me doing my actual work. I just never opened it. And I said, you know what? I might never open it. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I <laughs> I'm thinking I might just keep it in the, in the wrapping and I've just been streaming it. But I did the exact same thing because it just, I knew that I loved that fucking show. I knew I grew up on it, but it just reminded me of so many highlights and so much shit that I just remembered being fucking hilarious episodes I remember watching when they aired, which is, again, insane to me because if it ended in 96, I had to have been eight. Yeah. So, <laughs> unless it ended after my birthday and nothing ever comes after my birthday. I mean, my birthday's literally the end of the year. So, I mean, yeah. But, yes, I mean, it clearly still had a, a big impact on you, so. um, I was especially excited to get to the Janet Hubert mm-hmm. uh, segment, which was towards the end. And it was really beautiful. It was very touching. I cried a lot at that part as well. Mm-hmm. I loved that she was able to come on the set with them after, and she was able to meet Daphne Maxwell-Reed, which they had never met Yes, before, a moment! The second Aunt Vivian. Right. Um, and it also just like gave a lot more detail into what had been going on at the time and she got to sort of talk about what she was going through just as a human being right you know what i mean much less a black woman and a professional and all these other things um i kind of wanted to i kind of wanted will to take a bit more accountability Mm -hmm. in that second i could see that I could see um, I could see that. <laughs> it he was very like tied into figuring out or hearing from her and like what she had gone through cuz he said like I had no idea and stuff like that. Um I think they're also I think he's doing like a red table talk takeover. Oh shit. This week some point where he's going to talk more about that era. I think Janet Huber is supposed to be 
uh, mm. calling into that Red Table Talk as well. So maybe that'll give me a better scope of how he was feeling. Because it felt like he was more so just giving her the floor yeah. to just talk about what she wanted to talk about. And she didn't hold no pu- I mean, hold back any punches Mm-mm. at all. She was like, she asked the questions. Mm-hmm. And she you know, <laughs> did what she needed to do to try and get closure and healing. And it seemed like it worked. And it was really, really beautiful. And I enjoyed the reunion very much. So if you haven't watched it yet and you're at least uh, mildly yeah, interested. You I have you to go look out. at that. It's really good. Everybody really looks touching. good. It was fun. Everybody looks good. It was funny. It was just, it was a nice ass reunion. It was really well done. Yeah. Like you said, they brought jazz ass in. <laughs> yeah. which I Even Nikki. Yes, even baby Nikki came. <laughs> like that was, it was so really, good. really well done. Yeah, go as watch far that. As, like, <laughs> reunions of, mm-hmm. of classic shows and stuff. I thought it was one of the better ones, so that was nice. Definitely was. Um, also coming to HBO Max soon, the Onika, Onika Tanya Mirage show. What? Are you serious? No, don't play with me. Dicky Minaj is working on a docuseries that oh is going God. to appear at HBO Max, yeah, sometime oh, in the near future, I guess. yes, God. This is about the baby. That is exactly what I say. I know it's going to be like, you know, she's had her personal life, her professional life. So I know it's going to probably cover a breadth of of Nikki related topics. But I feel like that's going to be the mm-hmm. baby premiere. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's going to be the premiere of the baby. And I'm yeah. excited for that. She um, posted a video on her Instagram in a video. I mean, a wig that looks like she's getting ready to shoot something. And a scrunchie? Okay. A scrunchie's back? Have scrunchies been back? I don't I don't think so, but let me look at this particular scrunchie. I would love if scrunchies are back. I don't ooh. Is that you mean this orange? Yeah, the orange. <laughs> <wig. Is> that, <laughs> that's a that is, yeah, that is a classic 90s scrunchie. That is so cute. Um, are scrunchies guys, tell me if scrunchies are back. Yeah, I don't hate this look. This is this is cute. No, she so. looks lovely. All right, girl. Well, we shall see then. I'm ready. I want to see this baby and I want to hear how Nikki feels. You know, now that she's a mother. Yeah, I'm excited to see how that is affecting her and how much she loves it or whatever. Um, is she still with that man? Oh, yeah, there he go. <laughs> she's still with that. <laughs> I mean, the father of her firstborn child, yes. Uh, she's still with Kenneth Petty Mirage. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm going to take this. I'm far more interested in, uh, to see the translation of her experience through the lens of a docuseries helmed by HBO Max than uh, the same on Queen Radio. And I don't um, don't want anything to happen to your beloved Queen Radio. I know that it means a lot to it you does. and to the bar. It does. And I would never want to strip you of that. So I hope that Queen Radio continues. Thank you. I just feel like for someone like me, <laughs> this will be... <laughs> <laughs> these will be the Onika updates that my palette has been looking for and I'm excited to see it and the baby yeah I am slightly worried that she's grown a lot and she's above her queen radio shenanigans <laughs> that means she, she won't be getting on the mic screaming no more cause I love that shit <laughs> about being pissed that someone is maturing and actually doing better <laughs> with their emotional I know output. I ain't shit I'm gonna repent cause like yeah do your growth but I really enjoyed the mess I mean she doesn't have to go on there and, and with mess I would you know I would think a queen radio where she just goes on there and stands for herself and plays four hours of Nicki Minaj music and yells and blo- drops bombs would be 
entertainment enough. I mean, see, you're not an for the barbs, barb, right? That's why the barbs would enjoy yes. that. I you like it when yes. she's actually dragging exactly. someone. Exactly, that is her. why I tune yeah. in for Nikki's okay. shenanigans. So fair. If she's not, fair. if she's not doing that, I don't think I have a a, a use for Queen Radio anymore. But I will watch this uh, reality show. Well, good for you, girl. Speaking of babies, apparently Summer Walker's having one. She posted a photograph on her um, her actual IG, not the Galactahor one. <laughs> so, you know, this is real. Either way, we know it's you. Yeah, girl, we know either way. And, um, yeah, no comments allowed, no caption aside <laughs> from... <laughs> I bet! <laughs> no caption aside from six... Um, Angel emojis, little halo guy. And um, here she is. It looks like she's in a like a, a dressing room or a green room or something. And she's got on a cute little dress. And she's holding her very clear pregnant belly and a Martinelli apple juice, which taste, you know, like <laughs> clearly you know apple juice. Makes sense. If nothing else. Now, I haven't read any... Um, any information on whether she started to grow rutabagas and uh, cabbages? Mm-hmm, great. Possibly time. Right. Uh, in time for the, <laughs> the baby's arrival. Because, you know, they won't be any, eating any of that concentrate, oh. high sugar filled bullshit Girl. that your motherfucking ass has been feeding your babies. Because <laughs> Summer Walker cares about people. See, and I, that, I, first of all, I feel like I heard this news like a good two or three weeks ago. I said that as well when I was. I'm like, this for the is not. Today. This is not a reveal. Why is everybody acting like this just came out? Because she t- said that she wasn't pregnant. That's the fuck. Oh, so we said you are. I don't remember how. Yeah. I don't. Honestly, I don't even remember if she like explicitly said I am not pregnant, or if it was a clever way of just saying leave me the fuck alone. Mm. But. She was absolutely called out for a possible baby bump. I want to say maybe a month or so ago. Yeah. And she was like, bitch, I'm just washing my dishes in my drawers. Y'all been looking at my... <laughs> like, Girl, that's the same like Cardi said. <laughs> right. And I mean, you're owed your motherfucking privacy, bitch. Whenever it is your time. Yeah, no, I don't care that you lied, say, but sis, it was Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's actually been a couple of famous women who've been pregnant and you know, got clocked for it and was like, no, actually not. And with all of the <laughs> insane amusement park bullshit that takes place inside of your bodies when you are growing a person, yeah. do whatever the motherfuck you want to. Lie to us some more. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, you actually don't think you owe us the truth about whether somebody is growing inside of you. That's your business. So, I mean, especially because, you know, we can only assume that this baby belongs to London on a track also. Um... And plenty of people have been, you know, waiting outside Summer Walker's Lord. theoretical <laughs> house and um, looking for any reason to yeah. drag her over that relationship. So. I mean, because, you know, girls who who talk shit about baby mamas tend to become baby mamas mm. and then realize that shit is not as sweet as they thought before they got yeah. pregnant. So I think Summer is going to realize... Especially... <laughs> If you're dragging the baby mama of, of the, the nigga you're there. with, yes, that is it. So that's usually something. Yeah, yeah, I think when it's four a.m. and and this baby is six weeks old and summer can't puree no grapes and oatmeal fast enough, she's gonna realize shit is not <laughs> as easy as you thought it was. Summer, let me tell you a fact that I haven't even shared yet. Those uncrustables, convenient and a bit tasty. 
I tried the, you the, did? Itself the other day. I did try an Uncrustable. Oh my God. Um, I only went for the regular grape jelly peanut butter moment because all of that other shit that they're doing, to me, heresy. I don't need no motherfucking taco flavored oh, no. Uncrustable oh, or, or Nutella or whatever that other shit. Regular classic PB&J. Now, what I will say... Wouldn't go for an uncrustable over making my own goddamn peanut butter. Okay, that makes sense. That to me, um, my main concern was how do the people at Welch's? I don't even know who makes it. How do those people know my personal peanut butter to jelly ratio? Mm, you don't know what I'm looking for. Right. But they were pretty spot on. So okay. that I appreciate. And um, the thing that I thought of the most after having one was this is... So convenient for a parent who's probably half asleep in the morning, right. maybe a little hungover, and needs for their baby to eat. Yes. <laughs> All you have to do, bitch, is pull it out the freezer and throw it in a bag. By the time it's right. your baby's lunchtime, Shit, it's, it's ready perfect. to eat, nigga. <laughs> so, you know what? I can admit when I'm wrong. And I apologize for those of you who I offended uh, by judging your Uncrustables. Well, Again, I... if you're a, a grown adult, mm. At home in the quarantine, mm-hmm. just cracking open a, an uncrustable. Every, like, I, you can just do it. You yeah, no, do whatever you want to do. It just didn't make sense to me because I know that they are way more expensive than just making your own. But a lot of people were like, "Bitch, when I'm super depressed and I can't do nothing for myself, I can just pull one of them hoes out the freezer." And then I can eat and feed myself with very little effort. And I'm like, that works but too. Be eating them frozen. I mean. I don't, maybe not. Like uh, a few people replied who were like pregnant and they were like, yeah, I just take an Uncrustable and I bring it upstairs when I go to bed. And that way when I wake up in the middle of the night because the baby <laughs> wants a snack, that shit done thawed out <laughs> and I can have my snack. People was like, yeah, I got a little mini fridge in the room and I just put my Uncrustable in there with a little drink. <laughs> and I just get up at two o'clock and I have my fucking snack while my husband is still in the bed. <laughs> I'm like, <coughs> y'all do whatever you need to do, okay? Whatever you need to do. I'm not mad at none of that, but Sunny Delight still does not make sense to me. And not only does it not make sense, one of you motherfuckers sent me a picture of some Sunny Delight gummies. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, maybe it's good as a candy. N- Because it's not good as a beverage. Um, No, I'm sorry. But it tastes artificial enough to me that maybe it could work as a candy. So I tried them. (gasps) It doesn't. You bought them! I did. Oh my God. Please stop tagging him and stuff. Stop tagging him and stuff. Stop. Did it give you heartburn? (laughs) No, you know, the thing is, they don't taste anything like Sunny Delight. Why? Like nothing like it. Why not just take the formula for the drink and add gelatin it, and call it a fucking day? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> they taste like those gummies that you can get in the bodega that be in a little packet that costs a dollar. Yeah, like the off-brand ones right. that are in a little red and white. That whatever barely shit, have flavor, and they barely have any oh flavor. Oh my in god, them. no! Why trap candy? That's what it tastes like. Oh, I was disgusted. No. <laughs> See, so I was like, so. Y'all couldn't even do candy? Sunny Delight disappointed you twice. <laughs> that don't make no fucking sense. Anyway, we're all off topic. Summer Walker, good luck. Oh, yeah. Um, have a safe yeah. pregnancy. Good luck with that shit, girl, because 
Ooh, pregnant in a pandemic. It's not sounding fun yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, but you know, all the best and love. And oh life yeah, and all like that. that safe, healthy pregnancy and delivery and all that. And you know, fresh produce from your back. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, she said y'all don't really need all that to be feeding them kids. <laughs> you just need a oh, little. Oh, she's lettuce. also. She's also on the latest cover of Rolling Stone with Erica Badu. So maybe she does want to pick from her apple tree. Next topic. I am on, I'm hot tonight. <laughs> okay, friend. <laughs> so the um the uh, Timbaland Swiss Beats created verses program. Oh my god! Still running quite strong. Oh my god! The latest episode featured um, two Atlanta heavyweights with um, Gucci Mane, the Gucci Mane, mm-hmm. um, if you have manners, going up against Young Jeezy, aka uh, J Jeezy Jenkins, my. Um, so yeah here's the thing I heard about this when it was coming out and I was like oh that's cute for Atlanta they're probably gonna have a lot of fun and that was the end of it Um, I completely forgot about the history between these niggas oh no (laughs) I guess it's very very blatant that I'm not from Atlanta and I'm also gay I didn't like okay but also this beef goes back like 15 years. Mm-hmm. I was probably just leaving high school. Oh no, I remember this. Um, but yeah, apparently back in 2005, Gucci um had been in an incident where four men like rushed into an apartment that he was uh, visiting a female mm-hmm. friend in and there was an altercation mm-hmm. and gunshots and that led to one of the four men who happened to be Jeezy's friend losing his life. Um, now, <laughs> I also read that Jeezy had allegedly set that whole thing up for Gucci to be killed that night or whatever. I couldn't find those details anywhere. Well, he said so on a song. That's like a trap. Which song was that? Oh, when he truth? put the the uh, no no no. I'm talking about Jeezy when he put that. Oh, when he put that ten thousand uh, dollar hit on Gucci's chain. Oh, whatever. Like I don't know. These niggas were like real life, actually feuding. Yeah, real. Like actual life or death beef shit. Here we go. Fifteen years later, um, Gucci Man is a clone, and Young Jeezy is a television show host. So, right, you know, which I mean, okay, if you say so. But I, I think the clone rumors can be put to rest after what yeah. after what Gucci <laughs> oh, <yeah>. did, <laughs> because oh, yeah. Jeezy may have grown above the the death threats and all that, but Gucci has not. Bitch, you don't care how much therapy you done been to, how much growth and how much Jeannie Mai got you meditating and shit. Don't none of that matter because, nigga, you tried to have me killed. And honestly, I understand that. I don't think I can ever really be on good terms with a nigga who literally tried to have me killed. But that... Fair, yeah. I mean, the whole evening was just hilarious. When when Stacey Abrams opened the verses and Gucci said, can you wipe my record? I said, this is finna be... <laughs> I mean, I did not watch this. Oh, no! I, <laughs> it was I, incredible. I don't care. 
I did what I usually do when the when the verses are over, and I just asked Twitter who won. So I got on Twitter. I said, "Who is it that won Lemon Pepper Wet Fest?" And most people told me Jeezy. <laughs> Some people said Gucci. A lot of people said things like palpable tension. Yeah, um, yeah, tension, uh, anxiety, want, yeah. paranoia. Mm-hmm. Some people said compound, elevated and a lot blood of pressure. People said uh, COVID. Yes, COVID yeah. absolutely took the crown. <laughs> During no the word versus. on the viral load at the party exactly but not yet you know. but you know we'll see after you niggas got done running through compound and then going all up in your anies and them faces but yeah so they had stacy abrams open the show talking about how important it is for niggas in georgia to vote <laughs> the show held in magic city by the way yeah and stacy like, abrams D-T-Dub. in the middle of the stage on a damn on a damn screen talking about we got, this, the best. we got this Senate runoff and you know everybody needs to register everybody needs to make sure you turn out because this is super important controlling the Senate and then here come Gucci old ignorant ass talking about can, can you wipe my record and she was like I can't do that but I have a brother who's been involved in the criminal justice system in and out of it and I know that like she turned that ignorant ass question into like a commentary on how it's important that we vote because these people determine stuff like sentencing and who gets in trouble for what and drug laws and everything else. And I was like, Stacey Evans is a fucking professional, first of all. Because you know she wanted to say. She wanted to be like, nigga. (laughs) 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 If you don't leave me to fuck alone. Right through her ever perfect gap. Stacey Nigga, Abrams to do actual work. Does Gucci know that Stacey Abrams does not hold office? I don't. I feel like he does not know that. Like she's not. I feel like he might think she's the governor. He probably thinks she's Kamala Harris <laughs> or Keisha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah or Keisha. honestly, he probably thinks that that was and like Keisha one of them Boy. black ladies that I runs said Keisha Nightboy. Nigga. <laughs> oh my God, the Hennessy. Ah! <laughs> I'm so sorry. Not Rudy. You know the fuck I mean. Keisha Lance top Cor- playing bottom. Cor- yes, all that. So I knew then, though, that it was going to be a ghetto ass mess. And it, and it was. was. Yeah. I yeah. truly enjoyed myself. I did. I had a good ass time watching that versus. Um, I know that disc records were played. Oh, yeah. I did Gucci. see the clip of Gucci having a great time with them. He mentioning did. Jeezy's dead friend. He did. The nigga that he killed and then buried. He never sat down, apparently. Nope. Um, nope. He did take his jacket off. It was very intense. And told niggas yeah. to compliment his outfit, though. Um, And then said, also look at my a- opponent. <laughs> There was also a clip prior to the verses where someone recorded Gucci like sprinting down a hill. I don't know oh, if they yeah. were in Piedmont Park or wherever. I saw that. But he did a full like jog down this hill only to get right in front of the camera and say that the verses was really happening and asking if fashion was a part of the competition because <laughs> he was coming with it. And then said if Jeezy was going to wear that same tired ass shirt and hat. That he wasn't doing it. It was very funny. And Jizzy did show up looking very country. I said, how how you been this famous for this long, this fucking rich, and still got on like a bedazzled jersey? I don't know what I'm looking at right now. Meanwhile, Gucci is like, I spent 10K on the fit alone. This nigga over here looking like a bumpkin and 
blah, blah, blah. But yes, Gucci sacrificed playing some hits in order to play some diss records just to be <laughs> disrespectful. <laughs> he really did. But when truth, when I heard truth, I said, oh, no, this is the moment I have been praying would not happen. I've been praying that Gucci would not play this song where he straight up said, go dig your partner up out the goddamn dirt. Like I was praying but Gucci is like looking dead at this man rapping the lyrics in his face and then afterwards it was like send some more niggas and I'm gonna send them back in the box we smoking on Pookie Loke tonight nigga nigga yeah bad I thought I thought I thought that was the end of Magic City honestly I thought damn Magic City finna be destroyed (laughs) before I could go see some ass one more time and have me some wings how apparently you know Jeezy uh, kept his mind on his new love life and probably white uh, talent agents. Oh, yeah, his and, deals. <laughs> yeah, all of his deals at the moment and decided to just take one for the team, you know, try to just be professional and keep it civilized. And they were able to get through the entire program and end with their collaboration so icy together. And honestly, I would say for heterosexual hood niggas this is the best case scenario absolutely all things considered it this was 100 as as yeah. yes that is exactly how jeezy should have handled it he turned it into a whole black lives matter speech and then started playing you know his shit and i think that's where a lot of people felt like it really shifted in jeezy's favor because no matter how you look at it jeezy has more mainstream hits than gucci man does gucci has always been for niggas and like almost mm. strictly for niggas. I don't think white people can That's name too many. I mean, same. <laughs> yeah. And I was getting my fucking life. But, you know, I for me, it wasn't really about that. I was just watching mainly to see if these niggas was going to cause bodily harm to one another. And <laughs> Gucci like kept turning around when it was Jeezy's turn, like just basically looking at his fucking entourage and not giving this nigga no attention at all. But then, yeah, like you said, they ended it with so icy and he was like, it's all love. And I'm like, it's really not though. Yeah, it it's right. really not like <laughs> if, if Jeezy had taken that and responded with more aggression, this would have gotten very ugly in the middle of Apple music. So yeah. let's just be glad that he didn't like, I'm, I'm grateful for that. And, and like you said, this was as good as it could have gone. All things I really considered. Don't think it would have gotten better. Yeah. No, it could not have gone any better than it did. So amen for that. Yes. Congratulations to everybody apparently making it out alive and um, uh, having a great moment for, for Atlanta. Um, Did you know Keisha Maine is pregnant? Who? Uh, Gucci's wife. Keisha Maine. You're so dumb. I don't know how to say that name. I don't know how to say the K-A apostrophe. Yes. Is she still pregnant? Is it K-Y? K-Or? I think it's Keisha K-Or. K-Or. Well, yes, she's still pregnant. She posted no. a picture. And I'm sure she has hella security. Then I started thinking about like, yo, for Gucci to be where he at, like everybody know where he at, this nigga must have security that is out of this goddamn world. At this point, it's gotta be. Like, these niggas gotta be over it. Oh, and if you I really don't think set so. This nigga, I really don't. I mean, not to the point where it should get violent again. You know, I, I honestly, first of all, if, if what they were saying about him setting up Gucci to be killed or whatever is true. Mm-hmm. That nigga, you needed to sit there and be the one to just yeah, take it. You, you need, know what I mean? yes, you did. <laughs> Absolutely. And on top of that, 
I don't see anybody surrounded by Jeezy trying to get at Gucci over this because Jeezy's obviously not trying to be on that kind of time. And Gucci and his people probably feel great and how how heavily he taunted this nigga. And the yeah. nigga had to sit there and say, like, I just don't see what, um, you know, taking this further past this would do for either one of them. I don't see how any one of them would benefit. Jeezy did an interview afterwards where he talked about it and said, you know, like, basically... I got too much shit to lose at this point. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts like what i said the other day some shit is just okay not worth it you know so. and and that's fine so like you said it was because he maintains that he did not send this nigga he called it a dummy mission he said i wouldn't even send my partner on no fucking dummy mission but either way you slice it i don't think anybody feels like you weren't the reason that that home invasion because they called it a robbery but you're not the reason are you nobody disagrees that you are the reason that shit happened and yo nigga is the one who ended up dying in the middle of all that so you are the one who really should have sat there like you said and took everything that gucci had to say because if you want me to reconcile with you and you try to take my life my nigga guaranteed i'm going to at the bare minimum drag the fuck out of you for the whole time we on stage so I had a great time. <laughs> me and <laughs> me and Jade and Fran was cutting up in the group chat, <laughs> being ghetto. It was it was fun. Yeah, I this really appreciate really versus. Yeah, I think she told us like the minute she found out, y'all. Because yeah, that might be what it is. 
that might be because I was like, I thought that baby would be like four years old by now. <laughs> I mean, either that or time just drags incredibly slow this year. But yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed myself. That is it for is it? Let me see. Yeah, that's it for the hot tops <laughs> this week. We're gonna take a break and then we'll come back with your letters. Hey guys, this week's episode is being brought to you by Quip. Are you a pick person or are you the type that likes floss string? No matter how you clean in between, Quip has you covered and their new refillable floss pick makes it easy on the go. You know, Quip is the electric toothbrush that you hear about all the time, especially on this show, because, you know, we love it. But it's their sleek, reusable floss pick that you're going to want to use next. The durable handle is easy to guide, restrings with a click, and comes with a compact mirrored dispensing case for on the go. I mean, it's just... Great. Perfect. I don't know where you're going, but <laughs> if you are if you going, floss on your way, that's right. There it is. Plus, a single refill pod replaces over 180 single use plastic flossers, so it's better for your teeth and the environment. If you're not a, a pick person, Quip also has the refillable floss string that expands to clean. Pair your floss with the perfect electric toothbrush for adults and kids. Quip has the simple guiding features that you need. And now you can get amazing rewards just for brushing better every day. Imagine that, taking care of your own DMT yes. and being rewarded for God it. God is so big. <laughs> Quip also delivers brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the store drama. Bring delights to your everyday brushing and join the over 5 million mouths. Brushing with Quip, including mine, just brushed with my damn Quip, Quip toothbrush this morning. And if you go get... Go to getquip.com slash the read right now. You'll get your first refill for free. That is your first refill free at getquip.com slash the read. That is G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash the read. Quip, it's better oral health. Made simple. Go clean them teeth. And let's get back to the show. Okay, so we are back now, <clears throat> and it is time for your listener letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Our first letter this week comes from Davon, who says, I live in Atlanta where everybody is acting like the virus does not exist. It surely is. Yeah, they are. I have the privilege of working from home, and I haven't been in an office, in an office since January. One of my very best friends, on the other hand, works at the airport, so I've been keeping our interactions to a limit for a reason. I see my, re- I see my friend <laughs> about twice a month since COVID started because he is always out and around somebody and I refuse to really get that close to him. After one of these shoot the shit meetings, my friend mentioned that it was time for him to get another COVID test because he was going to be around a lot of people for a project that he's working on and testing was a requirement. Last Friday night, as I was at home watching the world pass by via Instagram stories, I noticed that my friend seemed to be yet again at another party. This time he put up the put up a caption that says COVID test results are in. And the next story was a video of him showing off the form and the negative result. All good, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) However, as I was watching this quick ass video, I noticed that right next to the results was a name that was clearly not my friend's. I put my finger on that six second Insta video to freeze it in place and began to read the form as did. much as I could. I I, <laughs> That's when I realized that this COVID test belongs to a girl who was also at the party with my friend when he took the video. So I replied to the story with LOL, bro. Now, where are your <laughs> they results? They were drunk as fuck. <laughs> the bitches were fucked up at that party. And this nigga replied and said, what you mean? 
After I explained to him that if you read the results on the form, it's very clearly not his. He said, oh, LOL, it's not that serious. My test still came back negative, so it's all good. But 10 minutes later, he deleted the story. Of course he did. The next day, I couldn't shake the feeling that my friend was up to some shit. And I was worried because even though I only see him twice a month, I was just with him the day before this whole video debacle started. Oh, my friend texted me because he was expecting a package and asked me to go by his house and put it inside because he didn't want nobody to steal it off his porch. (laughs) So I jumped at the opportunity to have an excuse to snoop around his house because I was on a mission to find his real COVID test. Oh, girl. I knew exactly where he would keep such a document and bitch. It was right there confirming my gut feeling that this nigga tested positive. The form I saw was dated about a week ago, meaning that he knew that he had it when we last hung out. I ran out and got a COVID test, which came back negative, thankfully. However, I'm still furious and trying to figure out how to tell him that I know about his lie and that I went through his belongings. Yes, I know I was wrong to hang out with him in the first place, but damn, he could have just turned down guests the way I've been doing since March. I think he's going to focus on the snooping, though, and not the attempted murder that I feel like he just committed against my life. (laughs) if y'all were in this situation what would you tell your friend thanks love the show davon i don't know honestly what i would say i can't imagine Um, having a friend who would do this i really can't i feel like my friends i feel like my friends would not test positive and then be like yeah bitch come kick it at the house like i just can't yeah like let me just i cannot picture one of my friends doing that i just yeah that that's rough for me to even envision i i feel the same way i just i don't even really know what i would say honestly i think i feel like i would probably like i don't don't know i can't even think of the last time i've snooped in anybody's things right so like I don't. The problem with that is when you find the shit that you're looking for, you can't mm-hmm. address it without also addressing the fact right. that you were looking through their things. Yes. Now, that just leaves you with a simple question that you have to ask yourself. And that question is, do you give a fuck? Because if you don't, <laughs> if you don't, then you already know what you have to do. Right. And I think it's fair that, like, if your friend absolutely knew that they had the virus because they tested for it, and like hung out with you anyway, that's absolutely reason, you know, fair enough reason for you to be pissed. And under normal circumstances, I feel like it would be, you know, completely deserved for him to, you know, get read over it. I just don't, I think, again, it's up to you about, you know, whether or not you want to address that bit of it because he likely will be like, oh, what were you doing through my going through my stuff? Yeah. You're a terrible friend. I can't believe that you would. Not a worse friend than a nigga who would who would come around me knowing he had the fucking COVID. I mean, but like clearly. But at the same time, <laughs> I'm saying like that you may spend a bunch of unnecessary time with him trying to oh, deflect yeah. on what you did. Mm-hmm. Um and that might just make you even more upset. I don't know. Honestly, I think that if I were in a situation, I didn't want to say anything to him about the snooping. I would just stop. I would just stop talking. You to just him. ghost I would him. Probably just. Yeah, I think I would just ghost him. And later on, if he asked why, then maybe I would be like, because I know that you 
had that fucking COVID. But this is one yeah. of your best friends. This is like one of your closest friends. You would still do that same thing? Oh, no. That's what I'm saying. If it was like Candace. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, if it was like a very, very, like my best friend ever or someone I'm very, very close with, then yes, I probably would just say. Like, yeah. I know that you are or were carrying the virus and this is how I know it. And, you know, let the shenanigans commence. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like if it was just an acquaintance or something, I would be like, okay, I'm just not talking to this crazy motherfucker no more. Although if it was just yeah. an acquaintance, I wouldn't have a key to your house to go put your packages inside either. So, right. That's true. So, yeah, I think, I think honestly, oh, I would, I would lead with my own dishonesty. I would be like, so when I was putting your packages in the house, the other oh, day, yeah, of course, I went through your paperwork and I noticed that you have COVID. So you wasn't going <laughs> to say nothing to me while you was all up in my face playing space. Sounds concise to me. I don't see a problem with that. <laughs> like, I would really do that because at this point, I'm not afraid of losing you as a friend. You should be afraid of losing me as a friend. Yes. Yes. Because you put that. my whole fucking life at risk. And God only knows how many people you put at risk with this fake COVID test. Like, I hope you didn't find some sort of way to submit that for this project you're supposed to be working on where you around other people. But this is like really? I said a couple of months ago, people will lie and scheme and manipulate their way into spaces knowing good and fucking well they have COVID. People will yeah. know that their children were exposed to COVID and send them to school or soccer practice or ballet or whatever the fuck else. Because people, yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't understand it, but that is something that people do. You cannot just trust that everybody is going to do the right thing. So... Yeah, yeah, I would just come clean about my shit. I would put my shit at the forefront. I would be like, so if you want to drag me for going through your things, that's fine. But let's talk about how you put my life at risk. As soon as you're I done with that. I don't think that that's unfair at all. I also was thinking, like, if this is a close friend, you have keys to one another's homes, rah, 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 then why should I concern myself with how you would take me snooping through your things when we're as close as we are right. and you knew you had COVID and didn't say shit to me at all anyway. When, girl, we could have been separated for 14 days or right. whatever. You could quarantine. Like, it's I would have dropped some soup off at the house and that could have been It's not like I would have never seen you again. Right. You know? And you already know how I'm approaching it. Because, like, there are plenty of people who don't give a fuck. You know? So, if you don't mm-hmm. give a fuck, I don't give a fuck. Let's not give a fuck together. But, like, if you... <laughs> If this is someone like you know, I only see you like it's real rare these you my days, bubble, girl. Because yeah. I'm not playing that game. Then to not say anything is a far bigger, much worse betrayal of trust than being like, I looked through your paperwork. Because yeah. the only reason I looked through your motherfucking paperwork is because I was pretty sure that your ass had COVID <laughs> and was around me and knew it at the fucking time. So like, After you tried to hello. post somebody else's results and then when I called you out, you deleted the story. Nigga, I knew right then. I knew With your right drunk then. ass. <laughs> Bitch, you didn't know that we couldn't see Keisha's name on the fucking paper. <laughs> Dumbass. Like, you didn't even try good, my nigga, because why was I able to pause the video and notice that that was not your name? Like, you really didn't right. do... You didn't do a good enough job here. And then when you deleted it, I knew for a fact what was up. I just need to see the proof mm-hmm. of myself. And, you know, if y'all are that close to friends, maybe y'all can talk about it. And, you know, you can quarantine. And after a couple of weeks, you'll be less angry. 
And, you know. Because at least, you know, like, bright side, you are negative. So, yeah. he didn't pass it to you. Yeah, which is, you should you definitely know, go good. get tested again, um, especially before you hang out with anybody. But the fact that oh, the yeah. first test came out negative is a good sign. So, hopefully yeah. you didn't actually catch it. And, you know, that is the end of the drama between the two of you. And y'all can rebuild from there. Now, if it turns out that you test positive, I don't know that you can ever really forgive him. <laughs> Or, you know, I maybe mean, you can, but I think it would be much harder to, for- to forgive somebody if I actually did get sick. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you could get sick and not have symptoms. Right. Or I could get sick and be like Jeremiah in the ICU. That's true. So, you know, huh, yeah, I think I would just, I would, I would approach him with it. I would have the conversation. I would keep my distance because you've been exposed to COVID. So you need to be keeping your distance any damn way. And then in a couple of weeks, maybe touch base and see how you feel and see how he's feeling and see if y'all can have a conversation about it. Yeah, very true. I kind of gave up on like trying to figure out how people half of half of the damn country doesn't even believe this shit is real. Still. Right. So we're we're so, we're really in a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. And the government's not that. helping. So <laughs> and a good proportion of the people who do understand that it's real is they're just dying for normalcy so badly that yeah. you know whatever the fuck. So it's just kind of like, girl. People are tired point, of being at home. Mm. People, I think a lot of people actually are incapable of being at home with themselves and their thoughts. It's too much. And they need to distract themselves with something. I think that's a lot of y'all's problem. But, you know, uh, I don't know. Best of luck to you, though, <laughs> as you figure yeah, it out. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be fine. And I'm sure y'all will be fine. Yeah, I hope you continue to test negative And, you know, if he expresses remorse and changed behavior or whatever, I don't know. You got to you gotta give it a couple of weeks and and some space let things breathe and then see where it goes from there but best of luck to you our next question Mm. comes from mara who says i have been living with my absolute best friend for almost three years it's been great and i love her dearly however she doesn't clean like i do and honestly i just want to live alone for a little bit of my 20s I recently came into some money and I was looking for other, and we were looking for other two bedrooms to move into. But then I started looking at studios by myself and I found one that I like. I wouldn't be moving until the beginning of January. And I brought up the topic of us living separately about a week ago. The problem is that she's feeling like I'm leaving her high and dry with unsure living conditions. My dad is co-signing for my place. And my best friend doesn't talk to her family at all and keeps mentioning how she doesn't have a safety net and how she doesn't really know what she's going to do. I've offered to help pay her deposit for a new place or find somebody to take my spot on the lease at our current price. Am I wrong for getting a studio by myself? I'm known for making quick moves. And if I mention it, I'm more than likely to do it. And my friends know that. How should I move about this situation to preserve the friendship? Thanks, Mara. Oh, girl, I don't know. Um, (laughs) Really? Oh, well, you don't live with niggas. Have you ever lived with somebody else that wasn't family? When I rented that room. Oh, no. And we all remember that. Yes, we all remember that, child. We don't need to go back to them days. Yeah, no, I haven't since then. Okay. I, um... I mean, I just, I completely understand the desire to have your own space that is just yours. And I feel like that should be placed before um, appeasing someone else. <clears throat> Obviously, you don't want to 
leave your friend in a fucked up situation that they can't handle. But I feel like you have to be able to um, compromise. Like there has to be a way that you can like situate her in uh, in a manner where she can be good or should at least be able to manage things herself yeah. and still, you know, get a place for yourself because just personally, the difference in emotional stability and like just <laughs> overall peace is monumental to me night and day <laughs> in your own space and it's just you even if you have a pet like there's just something yeah. completely different when you can just reside in that space alone and if that's something that you have the means of doing whether regardless of wherever it may be and that's something that you definitely want to do i think you should prioritize that and not let you know not let certain allegiances or whatever compromise that for you because you know mm. especially with everything going on right now and do what you got to do for your own spiritual emotional peace is what i would say and try and be honest with your friend and in at the same time and come up with an idea together for how your friends can be good and you can be <laughs> In your own place. But I definitely think that you should be looking into getting the studio or whatever because you will likely enjoy that situation much more. Yeah, this is the kind of situation where I can see where both of y'all are coming from. And I don't think either one of y'all are wrong necessarily. It's just that your friend is going to have to accept that you are entitled to live your own life. Yeah. And you don't have to keep living with her just because it's the most convenient thing for her. I actually think that what you are offering to do is like the perfect solution. Like, I really want to live by myself. It ain't nothing that can change the fact of that matter. But if I can help you get a deposit for a new place or even better, if I can find somebody else to move in here so you can keep paying the same rent and not True. have to move and all that shit. Like, I feel like True. that is super ideal. And yeah. If you could make that happen and, and you know, have it be somebody that she trusts and all that, then that's all the better. But you don't. And this is difficult for me as somebody who was like raised to always be super accommodating and mm-hmm. always yeah. go out of my way for other people. It is OK for you to want your own peace. It is okay for you to want your own space and to just feel like you want to experience life living in a home by yourself. Now I will say in times of COVID, it can be, it can be tricky girl because you're literally by yourself day in and day out. And, you know, spending too much time in your head can be a fucked up experience. And if I could share my home with somebody else that I trusted, I might even rather do that than be by myself. But then I feel like 85% of the time, I just want to be by myself. So Yeah, I was going to say, that could just be you. Because a lot of people could feel the complete opposite, which is like, I need a space that is just four walls in my brain, or I'm going to lose it. Yeah. (laughs) So you got to be honest with with you about whatever your thing is, because one or the other is not the wrong answer. Right. I just miss like somebody being like, bitch, let's go out to eat. Or, you know, just a standing invitation. Everybody come over to my house and we'll watch whatever's on HBO on Sunday nights. Like I miss that kind of thing where I could just have people come over in and out. I love entertaining. I love hosting. So that is rough, 
But also, I understand that probably the only reason I don't have COVID is because ain't nobody else in my house running in and out my house doing whatever the fuck out there in the streets that I don't know about and then bringing that shit back to me. Because I've heard too many stories of people who caught COVID because they roommate or they boyfriend or they girlfriend or they parents, pardon me, was still out here doing what the fuck ever and brought that shit back to the house and breathed all over everybody. So you're going to have to weigh if that's really what you want to do, but it sounds like you do. And so making every accommodation you can for your friend to help this transition for her, I think is what a really good friend would do. But you don't owe her your life. You don't owe her your happiness or your peace. And you can love her to fucking bits like a damn sister and still want to live by yourself. <laughs> so. Because if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to okay. love somebody else? All can I get an right. amen? Oh, amen. Now let the music play. Ta, 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 ta the moon. Now why did you do this? Ta the moon. <laughs> now we're having a drag race ta moment. <laughs> Yeah, and if she's yeah, if she's still in her feelings, then know that that has at that point it probably has less to do with you because you're being very reasonable. So if she's still in her feelings after that, understand that it's probably more about her feelings around insecurity or rejection or whatever else else that's motivating that, and not you being unreasonable. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you're doing everything a friend should do to help another friend when moving out. But yeah, best of and women, especially black women, are oh, like don't get me said, started. So conditioned to be that accommodating. Woo! Like, are you okay? I don't want to, but you sure? No, let it's fine. I'll do it. <laughs> like, like, yeah. I just think that that's so typical of the world's place on the shoulder of black and brown women to just worry about everybody else's good and not even consider your own. Fuck yeah. that. Like I saw my mother so many times when I was growing up just like be dead ass tired, not want to be bothered or whatever. And then some random relative comes out of town out of nowhere and needs somewhere to sleep while they in town yep. or random friends from church decide to drop by because they were in the neighborhood. And now you yes. got to entertain and pull out finger foods or whatever else. And I saw her just go along with it. Just make whatever accommodations other people needed to me. me other people needed in order to be comfortable or safe or secure or whatever else, completely disregarding what she wanted or what she needed for herself. So I want us to break out of that. I know it's hard. The conditioning runs super fucking deep. Yes. But you are not actually responsible for your friend. No. You're doing everything you can to help her, but you're entitled to live your own life. So yes. best of luck to you, Miss Mamas. Let us know how it goes. Our last question comes from Danny, who says, <clears throat> Hey, y'all, I'm 30 years old, and I've been in a situationship for almost six years. He is 10 years older than I am, meaning he's 40 now, and has helped me out a lot. He put me through school and even helped me study so that I got my degree. He fixed my credit and helped me find a better job. I mean, why wouldn't he? Yes, ma'am. Why else not? I mean, what is, yes. <laughs> Considering this is a situationship, I have been with other guys and I've been open with him about it. So he knows everything that I do. I love this. What's the problem? He's okay with it because he doesn't want a real relationship and says that he's working on his own shit. But lately, I've realized that the streets ain't for me and I want to be with him exclusively. Here you go with your shit, bitch. Even though we've said I love you to each other and have met each other's families, he has made it very clear that he does not want to be in a relationship with me or with anybody else. 
Uh-huh. Do y'all think it's worth it for me to tell this man how I really feel about him? Or should I just move on without saying shit? Please help. I'm stuck. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> girl. Danny, um... Girl. Girl. Um... Mm-mm. Oh, hon. I think that, uh... <laughs> you're gonna be... Separated from this nigga at some point. Whether you leave, he leaves, that's a mutual decision, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is going and it's splitting and you know, <laughs> in the fork in the road. You know what I'm saying? I do. Because as much as you would like to be in a more serious or committed relationship with him, he's explicitly told you that he doesn't. Mm -hmm. And it's not shocking given the nature of the relationship that y'all have had up until this point. I personally don't believe in trying to um, convince niggas into doing anything for me or feeling anything for me. Um, I'm not trying to hypnotize your ass into being the type of nigga that I want you to be. If you're not, you're not. Mm, <laughs> and maybe you yes, can be friend. at some point, but I'm not going to be there. You know, it's like, I'm not going to make you that way. There's not work that I got to do in, you know, to, to get you to that place. So if this nigga is saying to you, Hey, I'm an apple. Don't treat him like an orange. Cause he's not. And all that you're going to do is aggravate him, frustrate him and your motherfucking self. And then ends up single and really, really sad. So you could either, in my opinion, mm-hmm. you could, you know, go with what y'all have been going with until the wheel fall off. And that way, in the meantime, you can still be getting some dick from him and trying to establish <laughs> a serious relationship with somebody else. So, you know, while you're dating or doing whatever, he's doing whatever, maybe you'll find someone else to spark your interest. And then you'll realize, hmm, grass is kind of greener on the other side sometimes. Man, I don't need a nigga that's 10 years older than me that, you know, fixes my credit and does all of these fantastic things or whatever. Maybe I just want to date the nigga from Starbucks around the corner or something. Perhaps. Like I think I that do. that's <laughs> probably what I would do. I would start trying to put eggs in other baskets because that age-old story of trying to, you know, get these nigga to, niggas to be your Prince Charming, it just never ends with a happily ever, sis. It just, it, that's not... No. Okay? Watch Lord. two can play that game. <laughs> no, don't watch two can play that game. I'm completely <laughs> no. joking. I don't even think that those things are related. <laughs> like, I don't even know why. I don't think that has anything to do with your, your letter, sis. Oh, um, Lord. But yeah, that's how I feel. They, when, when someone shows you who they are, <laughs> believe them. Come on, Mother Maya. That's it. Um... Yeah. Honestly, Danny, I feel like you're sitting on a fucking golden situation here. I'm just... It's golden, girl. You mean to tell me this nigga... <laughs> I didn't even realize what I did till I said it. <laughs> but bitch. Yeah, she did. Yeah. <laughs> but like, girl, he fixed your credit, meaning he paid your bills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He put you through school and helped you study. Wow. That's miraculous in and of itself. And then he helped you get a job, too. And he dropping off dick regularly. Girl... I understand why you are ready to pull a, put a Marie Calendar's meal into any microwave for it. Like, <laughs> understand why it. you want to be barefoot and pregnant. What I'm saying is, girl, you got to see the sign. I saw the sign. Mm-hmm. You got to open up your eyes yes. and see the sign. So you can see it. See it good and see it clear because... Yeah. Do I think it's worth it to tell him how you feel? Only if you 
have fully accepted the consequences of that. Only if you have accepted that this man has told you he is not interested in a relationship and you like, but I just got to say it. I'm just one of them people and I got to say what's on my heart and my feelings got to come out. And I don't even think there's nothing wrong with that. Me but neither. like, say it as long as you're ready for him to be like, OK, well, then I guess we're not fucking no more. And I hope you enjoyed exactly. the, the money and the free dick. <laughs> I hope you enjoy. Weigh out the pros and cons <laughs> right. of that possible conversation. Weigh them out. Right. Because he knows that you with other niggas and he not tripping. So you might as well, according to me, like me, I'm fucked up. So take this with a grain of salt. But what I would do is continue to fuck this nigga and have him yeah. pay whatever on the side yes. until I get yes. a real man. And then yes. maybe gently phase him out of some of the, sh- the sugar daddy role. Absolutely. But like, why cut off a resource <laughs> in the middle of a panorama? Bitch, by the time, by that time, ho, you could be graduated, <laughs> debt free, furnished home. All that <laughs> like, shit. Nigga, you could have a, a car, bitch. Like, I feel like you, you finna cut off the money supply. You be set up for the next nigga. Like. <laughs> Right. You better do what the, a good bitch would do and save. Yeah. Invest. Yeah. You can keep Shit, your real feelings to yourself. Just remind yourself, like, this is this is dick and a paycheck. And I need to remind myself that he wants to be yes. dick and a paycheck. He wants That's to be. What he desires. He literally and said again, it. And as Crystal just said, you won the lotto. Big lotto. <laughs> Big. <You> won- <laughs> Don't get me started on that bitch. Like, you okay madam are incredibly fortunate <laughs> in having a nigga who sounds like he's got good dick yes. and has been doing all of this motherfucking sugar baby shit for you right i mean well sugar daddy you're the baby whatever <laughs> like i don't enjoy that shit and keep it now i don't i don't think that there is anything wrong with telling him how you feel either like crystal said though i wouldn't do it unless you have completely considered that <laughs> it may not go nowhere near where you want it to go right in, in fact it could go horrible you could be like uh see these feelings and shit i don't, I don't do have this, time so maybe for that. we should stop right and the so, fact that he has told you he loves you he's introduced you to his family that's just one of the ways niggas will throw out mixed signals i can see how you may have been confused by absolutely that. but you have to, above all else, listen. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. To this nigga's words. <laughs> Let me say something. Niggas like to be liked. <laughs> they do. Oh, they, yes. 
Come on. They want you to like them, sweetheart. And if they have the capacity to like wow you, sweep you off of your feet, take care of you, do all of these other things and be solid, many of these niggas will. Because that's yes. a quick way Thanks. to get you to like them. That's right. It does not mean that they want to be committed to you. No. It means that they want to be liked and appreciated. Yes. They want for motherfuckers to look at them in a certain way, which you clearly are because both your nostrils are wide the fuck open <laughs> and you're clearly trying to figure out how to how to have like the perfect Disney movie, you know, ending with this nigga who's like, I just want to pay your bills and fuck you. What else do you want from me? I don't even care if you go and get it from somewhere else too. So, and most of the women blessings, I huh? know, right, they wish a blessing like that would drop out of the sky and directly okay. into No strings attached. Okay. You just want to fuck me and fix my credit. Where do I sign up? And not stay in my house, especially Hell, long I'm, enough to get on my fucking nerves. Girl. You know what? As a matter of fact, get your ass off this goddamn... I done got married. <laughs> as long as I've been in this goddamn house by my motherfucking self, ain't nobody asked to pay a goddamn bill for me yet, okay. bitch. How do I get this nigga to be my actual man? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. All you need to make sure is that he's dropping off the two things he promised on time and in full. That's all you need to concern yourself with, sister. As far as I'm concerned now, I am raggedy. So, like I said. All you need to be concerned with is whether the Zek, the Zell or the Cash App is clear. Whatever it is. Yep. And whether the that Venmo, water runs clear. The- That's it. A clear Cash App and a clear stream. That's all that should matter to you. Yeah. You just keep taking your pill on time and thank the Lord that you have a safety net and an additional stream of income that a lot of people can't depend on. You know how many people wish they had some reliable safe dick in the middle of a panoramic? Do you know? Girl. I just... Uh, So, yeah. (laughs) Danny, you... um, I feel like you should not be looking your gift horse in the mouth. Uh, Appreciate what you have (laughs) for what it is. He done told you that he don't want to be in a relationship, so fine. Continue to use him until you find somebody who do. Because let me tell you something. You're going to be damned if you see another bitch on his arm. Especially when you're not done taking his money. Girl, please. (laughs) I'm saying. (laughs) You want to cry in a Honda or a Ferrari? (laughs) You want to cry in a Wendy's or a Fuddruckers? (laughs) That nigga really said, do you want to cry in like a Honda or whatever? Right. What? Like, why do I have to cry, period? Why? I just don't, I don't want to cry, Navadius. I just don't want to cry. May I just smile? No, you can't actually. So, but yeah, best of luck to you, girl. Let us know what you decide to do. If you have a question for us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, all this week's episode of The Read is brought to you by HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. They let you skip all those trips to the grocery store and they make home cooking easy, fun and affordable. That's right. They do it by offering convenient delivery right to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family. And you can save 40% by using HelloFresh versus shopping at your local grocery. That's because HelloFresh offers more than 20 chef crafted delicious options every week to help you break out of your recipe rut. Try new things and make any night feel special plus they send only the ingredients that you need in order to cook your meals so there's no extra nothing that goes to waste and there's something that everyone will enjoy including 20 minute meals vegetarian family friendly recipes and much much more the packaging hello fresh uses to ship your food is almost entirely made of recyclable 
and or already recycled content. And HelloFresh's carbon footprint is 25% lower than grocery made meals. Plus, they are committed to donating meals to those in need. So far in 2020, they have donated 3.5 million meals to those in need. I love HelloFresh because, like I said, they send you what you need. Things have a tendency to rot in my icebox because I am simply not going to cook or eat all that. It is just one of me over here. And so being able to receive everything, you get a cute little card with all the instructions. It's very simple to do. And you get to try something that you would have probably never made on your own anyway. And you just get to switch up the way you're eating and keep some fun and variety in your meals at the same time. So go to HelloFresh.com slash the read 90 and use code the read 90 to get 90 dollars off including free shipping that's hellofresh.com slash the read nine zero with code the read nine zero to get nine zero dollars off including free shipping let them know if you're in crystal sent you let's move on this week's show is also being brought to you by Honey. Now, girls, you know, we are officially in the holiday season. And so a lot of y'all are probably perusing the internet now, trying to figure out something to buy your spoiled relatives. Well, imagine if there was something out there that could just randomly give you somebody to help pay for one of those gifts. That's exactly what Honey is doing. They're helping pay for $1 million worth of gifts. You're probably wondering if this is the same Honey that automatically searches for promo codes that we've talked about before. Yes, this is exactly that. Sure With Honey, you can make a list of all the holiday gifts that you want for a certain someone and from certain stores. And Honey will email you when the price drops on anything on your list. You literally just get to kick back and get great information and save money. Just add Honey to your computer, create a free account, and throw some holiday gifts on your drop list for a chance to win. Honey will randomly select winners and give them the money to help buy something on their list. No purchase necessary. You need a PayPal account, though, to redeem the prize. Only valid in the U.S., Giveaway ends December 21st, 2020. Personally, I'm trying to get my mama and my dad some like nifty little massage things, you know, for, you know, their back or their necks and things. I'm trying to get my brother a Nintendo Switch. So I'm trying to drop all kinds of fun techie things on my drop list because that's the type of stuff I like to buy for my parents. Get Honey for free today at joinhoney.com slash the read. That's joinhoney.com slash the R-E-A-D. Go and get something great, and let's finish the show. All right. So, we are back. And before we get into the read, I realized that I forgot to do Kid Fury Sports Shorts. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is the segment in the show that I ridiculously created, because now you're going to expect me to do this every week, and I'm not going to. But... (laughs) That was your bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I did that. But as you know, uh, so a sports analyst and expert in all things athletic, right. I felt like, you know, it was only appropriate for me to, you know, carve out my own little segment where we can very quickly talk about something uh, going on in the sports. And one of the latest things taking place is that um, the National Basketball Association draft. And the draft is when the teams be like, all right, so we need some new niggas and we need them to be good. Mm. And so we finna go out and like 
find all these children <sighs> and ask them to be professional athletes and likely give themselves over to the glitz and glamour of the entertainment and athletic industry and possibly make horrible decisions with lots of the money that we're going to give them because they're only 18. Oh, um yeah, so they do that and then it's like um rounds and the um how many rounds are there multiple <laughs> oh. <laughs> and um so the niggas be having like the opportunity to go through the girls and be like this is who i want to come and play for us and Mm. Didn't know I knew this, but the bitches that were garbage be getting to pick first and stuff. And <laughs> you have like the numbers of picks, like first round, mm. first pick, and then that goes down through numerous numbers. So, girls, that is essentially what the NBA draft <laughs> is. <laughs> um, very festive occasion. It's televised often, and they just get to give um the girls contracts. Nigga. This year. It is it is televised always. <laughs> sure. And um the minutes okay first round first pick okay i was gonna ask you how you felt about the first round first pick anthony edwards was chosen to play for the saint olaf timberwolves and he is original his hometown is atlanta georgia and um uh points 19.1 TRB five points two. <laughs> what? Asked two point eight. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, and he's a guard, oh. which we discussed last week. Oh, Anthony guards, oh, and it's very important for you to be a guarding um, piece of the puzzle because there's a lot of of offense, so you need a defense. Also, girls. Um, <sighs> James Wiseman was chosen to play for Riley Curry's team. And (laughs) LaMelo Ball, not to be confused with Carmelo Ball, Anthony. This is actually the child of that one nigga that yells a lot, I believe. As far as the New York Knicks are concerned... (laughs) <laughs> the New York New York Knicks chose this light-skinned nigga named Obi Toppin. And yes, he can top in me any oh one of the seven God. days. Oh so he will be playing for New York. I believe he's from Brooklyn, which pro- means he probably has good dick and no less than two or three children. So that's something for you he guys to like celebrate. He really do. I want for you to destroy that that fucking stereotype this misconception that i only that i have a light skin type. i didn't even see now when i said he looked like your type i didn't even mean light, light skin i didn't even mean exactly light skin what, no, what, what did you mean what did i you mean? meant first 22? of all no no first years old if you would let me tell you first of all okay. i meant the mm-hmm. fact that the nigga is six foot nine first of all 
Well, that's Secondly, actually quite terrifying. <laughs> Secondly, I that part. them broad ass shoulders, them sure. buff ass arms, them tattoos, that fucking fade, all of it. All of it. This says, nigga is a foot taller than me. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. You can be the little spoon every time. I have no problem with that at all. I know you don't. When you stand up and I stand up. I didn't right even mean the light skin part of it, but that's just, you know, the cherry on top. <laughs> Um, so girls, the National Basketball Association is, um, Mm. an organization and they're going to have teams. I feel like, you know, these particular, um, choices, none of them really excited me. I didn't see any names here really worth, um, celebrating i did find out that Kenyon martin has a child that's old enough to play basketball professionally mm-hmm. that was interesting feel old <laughs> and um no not really and um i mean not because of that how'd you feel about the heat and their draft pick your own very your hometown miami heat i feel like precious achua uh, is a fantastic choice. He's already got dread, so he'll fit into Miami. Um, and his statistics are great, you know. Um, he's from the Bronx, which I won't hold against him. And, um, you know, he's had a great career up until this point playing the game. He's also six feet and nine inches as well. So, Precious, just be careful of the drugs and the white women in the yes, city. Always. That's all I wanted to to say to you, okay? Precious! <laughs> be careful. That's all. And um, yeah, any other questions? I have all of the information. Well, I mean, more. yeah, actually, how did you feel about mm-hmm. the NFL this past Sunday? What did you think about the Saints and Falcons game? You know, I felt exactly the way that you do oh thank i had a feeling you did i had a feeling that you were really into the game did you notice how many times matt ryan got sacked what'd you think about that what about that falcons that falcons defense what about them the thing about the falcons defense is that they're they're hard in the right place their spirit (laughs) is undeniable and their effort is motivating (laughs) And um, I feel like, you know, the Atlanta Falcons are, um, first of all, the Falcon is such a majestic bird. (laughs) He said your heart is in the right place. (laughs) So, and if it's anything like the Basketball (laughs) Association, then you'll probably have... Um, a, a great opportunity of picking someone from the draft because the NFL <laughs> also does that. Um, oh man, very, very. The uh, um, uh, emotions were high during the game, and um, they lost. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did. So, what do you what do you think about the rematch that'll take place in a couple of weeks? Yes. Who do you um, think? Who do you project to win that one? Just based off the team's performances so far this season. Yes, they will be playing one another on the sixth of December at approximately one p.m. <laughs> no, thank you. Which is a Sunday, by the way. For those of you who didn't know. <laughs> but 
I will say for um for the record, based on statistics and my overall general breadth of knowledge when it comes to athleticism, I would say that the Saints, who are from New Orleans as a football team, correct, will likely win that. Um, and again, that is simply by rigorously watching all of the games and having an extreme knowledge of the sport. Again, I appreciate what Atlanta has done for things as, uh, as such as music, seasoning, chickens, mm-hmm. strippers, um, <laughs> and black uh, success, as well as entrepreneurship. Um, keep your head in there, folks. It's not o- it's not over until the game is over. Until after the fourth <laughs> round, quarter, <laughs> segment, piece. Oh, man. Um, How do you feel about Taysom Hill's performance, especially compared to Matt Ryan's? You know, the thing about Taysom is that such a um, majestic name. And (laughs) Taysom is, like, spelled so nicely also. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's enough. (laughs) And, um, you know, in comparison (laughs) to Matt Ryan... yeah. Just, I mean, as far as, like, yards, touchdowns, all that on this past Sunday. Yeah, the yards. Oh, my gosh, so many of them. <laughs> and so many exist on a football field, you know, to run with all of the time. Um, oh, this is just such a delight. And so, to Taysen Hill, Hill, I say, white man, you go the distance and infinity and beyond and okay just keep running and to matt ryan that is the widest name i've ever heard in my life Uh, (laughs) do you know who matt ryan is yes he is a football quarterback (laughs) that plays football for the atlanta falcons he's also a quarterback which means that you're not a nickelback or a dime back (gasps) or a penny back oh right you're a quarterback yes and what they do is hold a quarter of the ball in the back and then they run the end. I'm finished. Oh, okay. Well, um, I that was all for Kid Theory <laughs> Sports shorts. Not as short as I would have liked, but that's it. And also, don't hold your breath for this to ever happen again. I'll yeah, I had, <laughs> had a feeling you would say that. And um, thank you very much for your your very deep um, sports insight, friend. It is very much appreciated. Thank you. When the quarterback is tackled behind the line of scrimmage, it is called a sack. Correct. How many times was Matt Ryan sacked on Sunday? So many, like more than one, mm-hmm. and yeah. so many to the point where it was just it was disappointing. Yeah. But again, um, not sure of who Matt Ryan voted for this election, so I don't feel bad yet. Okay, well there is that, but I will say, as somebody who, as a general, despises the Atlanta Falcons, Matt Ryan mm-hmm. did at least try to like have fundraisers and shit like that for niggas. Um, mm. Just to try to get people's needs met and shit like that during the 
pandemic and all this. So I wouldn't. I take, I take everything back. No, no, no. Don't yeah. do that. No, 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 no. Because I'm only, I'm only being fair. I'm only being mm. fair. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know who he voted for. He may have very well voted for Trump, but then was like, let me do this. Kind of like J.J. Watts in Houston when the, um. Yeah. You know how he did that same thing where he like raised Absolutely. so much money for Houston area So much money for Houston area people. Because yeah. J.J. Watt, you know, what, yeah. he, what team he plays for. Of course. Yeah. So when he did that for the city, you know, I yeah. feel like it's the same thing with Matt Ryan, where people are just like really grateful for somebody with that much of an impact reaching out and trying to do something for the people. Mm-hmm. However, fuck the Atlanta Falcons. That is, I will also, always feel that way. <laughs> it, I just remembered that it was eight times that he was sacked. Oh, you um, just remembered. Okay. All right. It just came back to me. Yeah. And also that Matt Ryan and the Falcons offense could never get into a rhythm while facing heavy pressure from the Saints <laughs> in the 24-9 loss, which drops Atlanta to 3-7 the season. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. there's that. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Um, just again. in the back of my head. Yeah, for know. that recap. I got to get that out sometimes. Yeah. No, I understand. And I really so appreciate your insight, friend. Thank you so much for this. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay. So it's time for the Hey, all right. So, <laughs> do you have a read? Because mine is very short this week. I also have like three quick short ones. Okay. So well, all right. I'll just say very quickly. First of all, um, a few of you have asked me for my recommendation or my review of Chelsea Handler's special after I did that ad for her new special a few weeks ago on the show. Mm-hmm. I did watch it. I told y'all I would be honest about it. And so I am. I think Chelsea has done the work, but she is still a white woman. Mm. Like she openly acknowledged her racism. She gave examples of times she was racist and had to learn from it. And I was like, good job. But then also at points she like there, at one point she made an R. Kelly joke that I just really did not like. I found it in poor taste. And she's like one of those white women who is all horny for Andrew Cuomo because he was like, wear a mask. And I'm just like, girl, that's not enough. Like, <laughs> like not nearly. Right. Like, it's just not enough. And 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 again, people of color have been trying to tell y'all Andrew Cuomo ain't nobody to get excited about just because like, he has this whole time half a teaspoon more sense than the rest of y'all's governors. Like we're, there's nothing to get your clits all a buzz about. So that But I will say that um, Chelsea talks a lot about what brought her to therapy and the things that she's learned in therapy. And I love therapy stories. So Mm. if you are interested in something like that, I will say that overall I was not offended and overall I was mildly amused. So take that for what it is. But I had a feeling that she had gone to therapy and and made some real changes and that appears to be true. So and Also, this week, Mulatto. Oh, my God. (laughs) So I have... I enjoy Big Lotto. I have tried to ignore, first of all, this girl's terrible stage name. And (laughs) secondly, the dumbass shit she gets involved in because she just turned 22, I believe, like just a couple of days ago, turned 22. And I understand that people say and do dumb things all the time when they're young and, you know, triple that when they're young and famous. But it came out a couple of years ago that um, Mulatto had agreed via DM to post and tag herself in a wig that this woman sent her. And so, of course, this woman sent her the wig. Mulatto then did not post or tag her in any of it. And so the girl is like, hey, so, you know, when you going to give me my money for the wig or give me my fucking post? Something like that. So 
She talked about it on Twitter. Mulatto responded and said, two years later, I'm getting 10K a post and still would have tagged reimbursed you if you approach me different, boo. My last hairstylist stole all my wigs when we parted ways and I'm still resolving issues today because of it. Waiting two years for me to blow up sounds opportunistic. It's giving clout chaser. What y'all fail to realize is I have no problem buying a whole different wig on my own and tagging that girl as if it was hers. But you're not going to talk to me crazy without knowing the facts first and still expect to get what you wanted two years later. Right. So here's the thing, young hood rat. (laughs) Here's the thing. It don't matter if it was two years later, two months later, two minutes later, two decades later. You still told this girl that you was going to do something that you did not do. And so if you get in 10K a post, which let me tell you is low, you should not be getting 10K posts if I'm getting 10K a post. Something is wrong. So if you get $10,000 per Instagram post, the bare minimum you, you could do is kick this girl the money for her wig and let it be that. I really don't understand why you would instead decide to antagonize the fuck out of her and troll her instead. Like, so she like wrote another tweet talking about um, steal a wig for me, daddy. And then today, which is Monday, she... Um, <laughs> Right. Posted a picture of herself in four four pictures of herself modeling, you know, hair in this dress or whatever. And the caption is snatching wigs with a diamond emoji. And so now it's like you really just rubbing salt in the wound, like making the situation so much worse when what you could do is just give this girl her money. Or give this girl a post. Well, I mean, at this point, she done got the shout out and everything else. This shit is all over the <laughs> shade room. So, like, fuck that. But you might as well just pay her for the wig. Like, it, you said it's nothing to you. Talking about, well, you can't come at me crazy without knowing the facts. Bitch, it's not my problem if your stylist stole the wig. You told me that you would tag me if I sent you this hair. So, I sent you this hair. So why I didn't get my fucking tag or money for the hair? Like, it's very simple. Just give the girl her money, whatever. I don't even know how much it costs and I don't want to hazard a guess. But just shoot this girl her fucking dollars and let it be that. You really did the most behind this when you absolutely did not have to do it. And that's it. Yikes. Yeah, I'm done. Alrighty, I thought it was going to be about her having like a whole other concert that they had to shut down. No, I'm tired of her. She done did shows, you know, back and forth, over and over, all over the goddamn place. She stayed doing another show and spreading COVID. And I'm pretty sure I've talked about that before. So she's a lost cause as far as COVID is concerned and me. Okay, so for me this week, uh, three quick things in order of how much I give a shit from least to most. One... Um, Sony PlayStation, your new web store is fucking garbage. I don't know what, I know that the PlayStation 5 is newly released. And so y'all probably felt, thought it would be like cute to redesign the web store. It is terrible. Fix it. Oh no. It is awful. It's like, you can't see there's, I don't, I'm not even going to go into the list. There's so much wrong with it. It's awful. Fix it. Two, horror movie creators, directors, producers, editors, please stop putting your best jump scares in the trailer. You ruin the whole... Like, Mm. if it is a horror movie, most of us are going to assume there will be something in the film that will make us jump. Jump scares are just a part of the genre in most cases. If you can make a great horror movie without them, that's even better. But most of the time, we assume they're going to be in there. If you take the fucking best jump scare of the movie and put it in the trailer, guess what? (laughs) When I go see the movie, it's not going to scare me because I already knew it was going to happen. Right. It's bad enough so many of y'all it's bad enough so many of y'all like 
show the whole ass movie in trailers these days, regardless of what genre it is. But like to this day, I still I love the the it remake that came out a couple years ago. Oh, okay. One of the best jump scares in that movie is when the character Beverly is walking out of this bathroom as something terrible just happened to her. And as soon as she turns around to walk out, uh, Pennywise, the clown, is right behind her, grabs her by her throat. Oh, no. And it was like, I felt like it was so well done because you kind of didn't expect him to be there at that moment. And it was just perfectly timed. But it was in the trailer. So when it happened, it just didn't fucking scare me. And there's so many other movies like that. Please stop. Trailers need to be cute. Give us a little mystery. You don't need to tell us the whole thing. And you damn sure don't need to put all of the fucking best shots of the film in the trailer. What's the point of going? Last but not least. This one is for lazy-ass tenants. I don't know why I'm about to read somebody else that lives in this fucking building. (laughs) I was coming home from, like, buying groceries or some shit maybe two nights ago. And I got off the elevator. I was walking to my door. And someone who maybe just moved to... I don't know. It doesn't even matter. Someone had these huge boxes sitting in front of their door or by their door in the hallway. It looked like one was for maybe like like an ottoman or something. One was for like some like kitchen table or something. Like huge card, empty cardboard boxes in the hallway. And I was like, <laughs> this isn't where you put those things. In fact, there's a whole room just a few feet away from this door. Where you do put those things. Right. Typically, I'd be annoyed if I go into the trash room and I see people put cardboard boxes in there without breaking them down. That shit just is like... Yeah, same. It is such a pet peeve of mine. Because A, there's literally a sign there that says, please break down your boxes. B, there are other motherfuckers who are at work in this building usually mostly black people who are working in these buildings and they're the ones that have to come behind your motherfucking ass and break them boxes down and that annoys me enough bitch i know that you have a key so because you had to get one to move into your fucking apartment (laughs) and it doesn't take more than a fucking key to break down a cardboard box so i just cannot with people who can't just do that like why give somebody who's at work extra work to do behind you when you could take two seconds to do that shit to yourself so putting your shit in the trash in the trash room and not breaking them down was irksome enough for me but you can't even be bothered to take that shit a couple of steps around a corner and put it where it's supposed to be somebody got to come behind you and take the shit out the at the fucking hallway too you bitches are lazy you're shiftless you're disgusting you're boring and i just can't i can't i can't that shit pisses me off so bad i have had moments in this building where i have picked up behind someone in the hallway oh just because God. i don't want somebody who works here to have to come and do it. And they're literally paid to do it. You know what I'm saying? But why should they have, they have to have do to extra bull? <laughs> exactly. exactly. Their whole job is to look after us in the building. If you locked out, they're the ones that let your motherfucking ass back in. If somebody working in your motherfucking apartment, they're the ones who come to look at it. They're the ones who go and pick up the trash. They're the ones who be cleaning up all the fucking halls and, and shit. Of the, like, they are busting their ass in here every single day. And of course, again, they are getting paid. 
And especially with everything going on right now, it's great to have a job. But that doesn't mean that you have to be a fucking asshole. It doesn't mean that you have to be lazy. It doesn't mean that you have to be so full of yourself. Bitch, where the fuck are you going? Absolutely the fuck nowhere, bitch. <laughs> you or somebody else in this motherfucker needs to take that shit from out there and put it where the fuck it's supposed to yes. be. Y'all are grown. Y'all are grown. Y'all are grown. I went into the trash room once a couple of months ago and I saw a full trash bag sitting on the ground in front of the chute. And I said, oh, oh no. Surely some parent sent their fucking three-year-old in here to put the fucking <laughs> trash down. And because they were not tall enough to reach the chute is why it went there. And that was all that I had to tell myself over and over again to just throw that bag away myself along with my own trash. Y'all are gross. Yes. So like you're gross. And something about that shit just pisses me off. I spent like 20 minutes in the apartment after I came into my place <laughs> talking to myself yeah. about how mad that shit made me. Because it's deeply disappointing and irritating to clean up after white people. And just like big girl, girl, girl you don't even have to really dispose of it. You don't even have to break the shit down. I feel like even though those signs that say break the boxes down are there, most of the people, the porters or whatever the job title is, most of them know a lot of these niggas ain't going to do that. So I'm sure they probably prepare themselves to be breaking down boxes in the process of collecting that shit anyway. But what they should not have to do is go into the fucking hallway on any floor to go and do something else and then realize that they also have to take your boxes to where the fuck they need to be because your stupid ass was too lazy to do it your fucking self. Just like people who use the like... What is that thing called? Like a the cart? Like sometimes you have have like a big, um, like to bring up your stuff. Yeah, like something to push that luggage cart, cart dumb waiter, whatever the fuck it's called. Sometimes people will take those things upstairs and then just leave them in the hall. Oh my god! (laughs) And like a ton of people do that shit every. Somebody gave me one like two days ago. And I took that shit up here and I was dog-ass tired and I took it right the fuck back down. A, because I don't want the person who works here to have to do it for me. And B, because somebody else may fucking need it and they won't be able to get one (laughs) because you left it up on whatever the fuck black-ass floor. Y'all bitches are weird. You're weird, you're disgusting, you inconsiderate and you selfish. I hate y'all. And I'm done. Oh, that reminds me of all the times I have done the same thing. White people just leaving stuff wherever around the building because they know that the super or whoever else will come around and pick up after Ew. them. Like, it's super lazy. Just like, do better. It's, it's so gross. You can put that selfish. shit down. The, it's a shoot right there on every fucking floor, girl. Just put it in the fucking shoot. <sighs> I don't un- like. I don't understand. <laughs> like, yeah. You ask. You act like they want you to do the work for them. They don't. Like, girl. It's the shoot is there's like it's bare minimum things. Privileged be- people just be they're so like oblivious. It's like yeah. especially privileged white people. They're so like full of themselves and oh I don't really want to do it. There's a new episode of Downton Abbey and I really wanted to watch that. Like, <laughs> I know. Fucking new hate y'all. I know. Isn't that show done? <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, that's it for me and my reads. All right. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the show. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. You can find our merch at shoptheread.com. Don't forget to check out eBay to find the exact sneakers you're looking for. With the eBay authenticity guarantee, you can be confident that your pair is real because the professional authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. It's guaranteed to be genuine because there are no fakes, no frauds, and no doubt with the ebay authenticity guarantee so go check them out on ebay.com any news from you this week before we leave 
No, not at all. I just wanted to say that <laughs> the term the the term Airbus is disgusting. Um, and I had that somewhere in my notes for a while. You know how sometimes you'll buy a ticket to go somewhere, like a, a plane ticket? Oh, yeah. And you'll look at the type of plane it is and it'll say Airbus. Yeah. You should never call it an, an aircraft. <laughs> That's what they an are. Air bus. <laughs> that is exactly what they Most are. Most of us don't like being anywhere near the bus, whether we have to take them or not. <laughs> so you damn sure don't want to be a bus that's in the air. That's disgusting. Call it something else. I'd rather just call it aircraft. <laughs> Plane is even good. So they literally yeah. are buses though. Like tiny no, I mean, it's buses not. hurtling through the air. <laughs> it is it is spot on. But. <laughs> You don't have to call it that. That's a little uncomfortable. All right. Well, we will see y'all next week. Bye. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.